watch movie-based video games. Think to yourself, this is kind of strange. Mario is British, Luigi's Latino, and Cuba's played by a goddamn weirdo. Well, that's video games and movie. Video games and movie. Video games and movie. All right. Well, cool. It's been a while, man. Yeah, it's been a minute. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, reason it took so long for for us to finally get together is I went. I was basically on vacation for two weeks, and then last week I got sick. So, or oh, nice. before I got sick, and then I worked all last week. So I finally got a free day, or well, opening all this week, so I'm free. You know, for the evenings all this week. So that's good. At least I mean, you had fun on vacay. You went to uh, camping or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like a camping concert type thing where it's like, uh, it's called a country concert it's in uh, Ohio. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> three days, and uh, this is my fifth time going. Um, I don't know if you saw pictures on Facebook, but we were, we were pretty close this time, so it was nice. Yeah, yeah, I saw some of them, but uh, I, I didn't think you were a big fan of country music. Uh, yeah, that's that's basically what I listen to is country music. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I would never have guessed that. Yeah. I don't know why. I thought you were more into, like, 90s alternative rock for some reason. <laughs> yeah, most people don't believe, like, uh, they have that same reaction when I tell them, like, country music, but... Uh, just... I mean, I, I can appreciate it. I'm, I'm not a big fan of country music. I grew up with it, but, uh, I mean, I like, I like Garth Brooks quite a bit. He was the one, like, outlier yeah. that I always really liked, but... I saw him in concert. Uh, He's pretty good. Yeah, I, I met him, sort of. I think I told this story on my show. I don't know if you heard that story, but uh, I don't remember it. If he did, yeah. Uh, well, just first off, before I tell the story, uh, you're listening to Video Games the Movie, the podcast where me and Cujo catch up and then talk about a movie that is related to a video game in some way. Um, yeah, I'm Blaine J, and with me is Cujo. So. Anyway, you probably already knew all that, but just to get it out of the way, because I'm bad about, like, doing intros. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I uh, I live in Fort Smith, Arkansas, and evidently, uh, like, his manager had a granddaughter that went to school here in Fort Smith, and she was special needs, um, and she was graduating high school the same year, like, my girlfriend... Um, and a couple of my friends were graduating high school. I was older than them. And so at this graduation, it took place at like a football stadium. And there was buzz going around that Kirk Brooks was in the audience. Absolute bullshit. Why would he show up to a high school graduation? I, no one knew, you know, the story behind his manager's granddaughter or whatever. Right. went to the school or I guess no one really knew or whatever but anyway yeah he flew in and he was on like uh, the outside of the bleachers on the field with his back against a chain link fence and I couldn't quite see him no one could I just saw like this guy in a cowboy hat everyone kept saying it was him so I went with a couple friends under the bleachers and was like lightly like got behind him and was lightly saying Garth Garth, and I couldn't get him to turn around. 
because I was an asshole kid at the time. So I finally like reached through the chain fence and tapped him on the shoulder and said, guard. And he turned around and he's like, what? And it was him. And I was like, oh, I- I'm sorry. I didn't know what to say. So I just ran off. <laughs> but yeah, it was totally him. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, but that's my, uh, yeah, brush with Garth Brooks. But, you know, great guy. Hilarious. I loved all his stuff on SNL and everything else. And his music is, is really great, you know, for especially for country, which I've never really cared for. Yeah. Um, well, I loved it as a kid, but. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird. Like, you know, I grew up. I grew up in Indiana and like my parents always played it and I didn't like it growing up. And you yeah. know, I listened to like mostly like Eminem and rap and stuff like when I was in high school. And then I don't know, in college I was just, my buddy was like a big country fan and like he would always have it on the radio. And then uh, one of these, like a Kenny Chesney song came on and I just kind of like I connected with it somehow. And then I was, yeah. I was hooked after that. So it's wild. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I'm not down on you for any reason. Like, if you were really, really into bluegrass, we might have a conversation. But uh, I, I can down with country. Like, I don't, I don't hate it. You know what I mean? Like, the, yeah. the main thing is the 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 subject matter and the uh, the accent is the two things I don't like about country music. Like, they're always singing about trucks and dogs and drinking and uh, you know, doing it with like a heavy country accent and like I've with a lot of like really country ass folks growing up in Arkansas, Oklahoma, and I don't care for most of them. So it just has like these connotations that you know I hear someone talk like that, and it generally just puts a picture in my head of the type of person they are. Right. And I don't care for that type of person uh, generally. You know, it's not to say that all people that are you know southern or speak with a southern accent uh, are like that, but it's been my experience that most are. Um, turns me off to it my, my experience most people suck anyway so I just let them <laughs> true enough yeah them uh, uh, not to get political but most most country music listeners are lean you know a certain political way and I buy it mm. with that quite a bit so I got you yeah so it is what it is but yeah and yeah man, that's cool man I, I would go to a country music festival I've been to you know some uh country shows in the past and stuff but living where i live that is predominantly what is around here yeah so you know that's that's what you got that's what you go to kind of thing but as for like buying country music albums not so much you know was yeah. was never really into like you said kenny chesney or or any of the, the big guys you know uh back in the day it was like clint black and uh Alan Jackson and stuff like that. Like, I, I just never got into anything like that. And, like, a lot of the songs are real dopey, you know, singing about, like, a watermelon crawl or oh. went down yonder the Chattahoochee. I or... love watermelon crawl. That's a good song. It's absolutely terrible. It's so bad it's good. That's why I like it. <laughs> it's just, like, what are you even singing? This is so stupid. Or, like, yeah, exactly. you know, if I die before I wake, feed Jake. You know, <laughs> come on, man. If you, if you drink, <laughs> don't drive. Do the watermelon crawl. It's about being drunk. Yeah. Go <laughs> uh, away, man. <laughs> It's the worst. Or don't tell my heart, my achy breaky heart. That was the big one, right? Uh, yeah, just, that's not that uh, big one though. So bad. Yeah, that's like a dancing, like a. That's one of those like square dancing songs where they. I don't know if you ever been to like a country bar and they have like the line dancing. I don't know if you. Oh yeah, that. see, I was. 
I actually took square dancing for like five years as a kid, so I, I, I know how and can actually to this day like square dance all the all the things that go with it. You know, I can promenade or promenade or whatever the fuck it's called, dosy do all that stuff. You know, with with the best of them. You know, I I I did that for years and years as a kid, which is you know kind of weird and maybe surprising to some, but it was uh, part of the correct curriculum for uh, school. So, uh, yeah, I had a dance partner that I was, like, the only person I still talk to from that era of my life. And I say talk to. I mean, we're friends on Facebook. Uh, she's, like, the only person I'm friends with from that era. So, <laughs> it's kind of weird, but yeah. But, yeah, so I went to that con- that concert, and uh, I got sick afterwards. I think I probably just drank too much. And it was, like, you know, camping outside in a tent and, uh, you know, porta potty and... I mean, it's fun, but, you know, basically, like, we're, you know, I'm getting too, getting too old for it. I'm like, I want to go one more time before I, you know, feel way too old to do it. So, yeah, but I, 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 I got the closest campsite I could get. I got, like, a porta potty in my campsite, so I don't have to go, like, to the public ones. I mean, I got, like, as much as, you know, uh, not, nice stuff I, as I could for a campsite. <clears throat> Um, we had an air mattress in the tent, you know, all that kind of stuff where, uh, it's not as bad. <laughs> so, right. but, uh, yeah, it just, it wears you out. Like, Oh, big time. Three days yeah, it, it's surprising. Like, you know, when I was a kid, I did a lot of camping and, and hunting and stuff, which, you know, I don't, I don't like to do those things anymore. Right. I didn't really love them as a kid either, but it was just, again, you know, where I grew up, it's what you do. And, like, used to, I could literally sleep, like, in a sleeping bag on top of a bunch of rocks, and it wouldn't bother me, you know? And now, like, the idea of even sleeping on an air mattress is like, nah, I don't need that backache the next day, right. you know? Or, like, it, out in the heat. It always, like, deflates. Uh-uh. it always deflates a little bit, and you're, like, you're in, like, a, a bed sandwich. Yeah, fuck that. So, but, yeah, it was yeah, fun no. at the time, and, uh, but... Before that, uh, I can't remember what I did the week before. It was basically, we went to the lake. Oh, it was uh, 4th of July weekend, so we were at the lake all for like three or four days. So we went from like uh, 4th of July at the lake, and then we went to that concert. for like, So it was like basically I was you know, on vacation for almost two weeks. You know, I worked a couple of days in between, uh, so I didn't use up all my vacation days. But uh, And then, yeah, I got sick. So I've had, I watched this movie like a month ago. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's me too. Like I watched it shortly after we uh, decided upon it, you know. And um, yeah, like it, it's a little bit hard, you know. We will be talking about uh, what is it, Uncharted, right, with uh, Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland. Yep. And you know, uh, it, I may be a little sketchy on the details of the film, so forgive me. And I think you're kind of in the same boat. Yeah, I pulled up the wiki so I can kind of read read through it in case we missed something, but. Uh, it's not like a super complicated movie, you know? No, no, you, it will never be accused as being such. It's almost like a cartoon, like, uh, in the realism, like, I guess. So this yeah, that's a great way to describe it, because, like, every scene in the movie is so over the top, and so yeah. no way this could ever actually happen, that uh, it really requires you to uh, turn your brain off, and then you'll start having fun. Yeah, it's not saying um, it's bad, but it's definitely geared towards kids, teenagers, you know, like, you can't, like, if you start really thinking about logistics and, like, how, you know, when you start really thinking about these movies where it's, like, you know, 
you gotta find this piece to the next piece to the next piece and then eventually like then you then they get to where they're supposed to go and like anybody could have stumbled onto it if they were on like <laughs> lucky, lucky you know like i need the key yeah, it's just like the game yeah it's like i need the key to the, the thing to the other thing and you're like but then you get there and like anybody could just like swim there and found it <laughs> oh yeah so <laughs> but yeah we'll get into more of the plot here in a minute but yeah it's got uh tom holland mark Wahlberg, uh benicio del toro's in it right is he? Oh, Antonio, Anto, sorry, Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas, yeah, he was in it. Yeah. Uh, and then some other, I don't think there's anybody else more famous yet. Like, there's just kind of... Uh, the one chick is apparently famous with, like, the younger crowd. I forget her name, but... Um, yeah, she's popular with the kids, but people in their 30s don't recognize her yet. Uh, yeah. One of those type of deals. She hasn't been in like a major Marvel movie for us old nerds to know who she is. <laughs> right, she's um, been in like a, a TV show. Tom Holland. Kids love or something, you know. Right. I, I couldn't even tell you what she's been in, but I, I looked her up. I was like, who is this? I was like, oh, she's apparently very famous, so whatever. Um, but yeah, it's it kind of follows the, uh, the Uncharted game. Uh, but pretty loosely, I feel like, and I feel like the casting is all wrong. That was the first major issue I had with it. Well, um, you know why, right? Yeah, yeah. I'd heard that they had signed on Mark Wahlberg to play Nathan Drake. Yeah, like 12 And then ago. he aged out. Yeah. This movie is supposed to be made in like 2010 or something. Right. So he got too old, so they're like, oh, well, since he's under contract, we'll just keep him on as Sully. Right. And he's a terrible Sully. He just, it doesn't make sense. He doesn't look the part, doesn't sound the part. He does look like Nathan Drake, and I would have been fine with, like, an older Nathan Drake, like a rewrite, you know, but they wanted to do the whole origin young Nathan Drake thing, which, to me, a lot of times is just a mistake. When when you're doing an already known IP, um, sometimes it's just better to jump into a story and have it understood, you know, like when they did the new Spider-Man you know, speaking of Tom Holland, instead of, like, giving a whole origin story, he just meets Tony Stark, and he's like, oh, how'd you get it? And he's like, oh, it was a spider bite, radioactive, whatever, and they just kind of gloss it over, because we all know that fucking story, and we don't need to see it the 15th time, right? Yeah, but I think that no one, um, not, not a lot of people know Uncharted, so I, I get why they did it, and they kind of want to make a franchise out of it. So. Sure. I mean, I get it, but at the same time, it is a known IP, and the majority of the people that were going to go to see this, I feel like, are people that were fans of the game. Well, I thought I thought that too, but when you look at see how much it made, I think that they did the right way for the money. Because yeah, I I guess right because in a larger sense, they hired on these two A-list actors to play the you know two titular roles. And that probably did pull in a lot of, like, 40-pluses that had no idea about Uncharted, even 50- and 60-year-olds probably come see this, thinking it's the new Indiana Jones, Mm -hmm. which um, it is not. It's not at all based in reality, not that Indiana Jones entirely is, but a lot closer than this, because the ridiculousness of this is uh, so far over the top, especially towards the end, um, (laughs) you really got to be brain dead. Okay, so look, looking at the wiki, this film entered development in 2008. That's how old, like... Right. So who knows how many rewrites and, you know, script doctors they had on this thing since it started. But uh, 
they must have, you know, known that like it was gonna flop if they probably if it came out. You know, it probably would have been a bad video game movie if it came out then. And now since they uh, waited so long and kind of, I don't know, had the technology to do what they wanted to do. I think, yeah. I think it's a okay video game movie. It's not bad. And then no, I mean, it's never was I bored. It was just more of like, oh, come on. You know, it's like, like you said, it's like you're watching a damn cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, they're almost going to drown and they finally, like, they make it out the, the nick of time. Like, all that kind of stuff is, like, so cliche and it's like, oh, no, I wonder if they're going to die. Nope, they didn't. Die. Oh, no, of course they're not. Or even when they're flying out of a plane and, you know, it's like no parachute and, you know, they figure it out and then... You know, like I said, that end scene, um, which I, we'll get into, I guess we can kind of like loosely go through the plot um, and get to that end scene, which I was just like, okay, first of all, this wouldn't work. And then this certainly wouldn't work. And you even know, you know, it was just like everything about it was like, oh, come on. Um, so anyway, but like I said, we'll get to that. But uh, well, the beginning of, yeah, I guess I, to me, like uh, the, the very beginning of the movie where he's climbing, like, you know, it's like flash forward and they flash back type thing like they do nowadays but uh, where he's climbing up the freight boxes and stuff like I like that I like that because it's very like that if you played the second Uncharted that's like a big part of the game so right like that's really cool like that's a cool scene as much as you have to suspend disbelief on that like you'd be flying off that thing like no like there's no way yeah you can't even imagine the G's pulling it there's no one that has that kind of grip strength yeah, yeah it's just firing guns and, 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 that and that rope would have snapped instantly. Yeah. So, anyways, but that I like that whole the look of it. Like I said, it's like a cart, like watching a live action cartoon. Uh, right. So, it's like playing the video game, which is also you really have to like people cite Uncharted Two as being this game with this amazing story, and I, I've heard that so many times. I'm like, what are you freaking talking about? I even like uh, Plotty Time did a retrospective on it, and um, they gave it like a really high rating and I went to their Reddit and I wrote like a two page dissertation <laughs> on like what all was wrong with it and how it was completely unbelievable. And what are you talking about? This is good writing. Um, you know, to make it to my detriment cause I really love the guys at plotty time, right. but I was like, you guys really need to, you know, stop and think about it. Cause that story was written by like a child it feels like to me like when you really you don't even have to scrutinize it hard it's just like it's made for fun and action and it's not made to actually think about in any way because any kind of scrutiny it's going to just fall apart there's no way this is a real story this is completely just fantasy realm you know you might as well be riding unicorns and shit which you know when you start doing stuff like that like it doesn't bother me as much but when you try and keep it like your story in what I view as the real world and you're doing stuff like this, it really bothers me because it's like either you're based on reality or you're not. Like if they uncovered an artifact that was literally magic, then I'd be like, okay, this world has magic in it. Now I can start believing some of this unbelievable shit because it can be explained away by magic. Uh But when it's like, 
how do you explain these things with you know real world physics and it just doesn't work at all it just bothers the absolute fuck out of me i i don't know i'm probably in the minority in that obviously because everyone loves uncharted 2 and this movie gets like good ratings too and i don't think they're unwarranted it just really bothers me and if you're the same type of person that i am or you're watching something you're like nah that that's no there's no way this would work then uh you know it's going to bother you. Now, when I was a kid, I would have loved this movie. Same way I loved The Goonies. Uh, re-watching The Goonies, oh, yeah. I, I'm going to have a lot of the same problems. Where I'm going to go, no. Well, the whole ship thing is kind of like yeah. The Goonies. Like, the whole ship thing, it's like, that's kind of Goonie-esque. Like, that's floating now? Okay. All right. Right. There's no way that boat would have been floating. Um, it would have long ago rotted. It's literally, you know, it's right there on the water, which is the same problems I have with the boat in Uncharted, is, uh, you know what salt water does to wood? Uh, yeah, there's a reason you have to constantly update ships, because uh, they're, they're not going to just sit in wood for a century. Uh, it's going to rot completely away. Um, all that's going to be left is, you know, like, it, it depends, right? Like, we recently uncovered... Um, boat which kind of endurance i believe it's called uh we found that and that's like you know it's sunk at the near the south pole um yeah the water is so cold there that uh bacteria can't can't form and can't eat on the boat algae can't form things like this so it's endured you know endurance but uh a boat like in any kind of hot weather in both instances of the goonies and more so in um Uncharted when they do that boat or in this boats they've been sitting in this cave for what since the seventeenth years in tropical climes next to the ocean. It's like, dude, that thing would be a pile of dust so long ago. You don't even you know, but whatever, you know. Uh but anyway, again, you gotta you gotta really turn your brain off. Yeah. So Yeah. That's how they started off with just this fantastical display and then it uh it uh, cuts back to like him as a kid uh with his brother um was it sam drake buddy i don't know let's say sam drake that sounds cool yeah and then they're trying to they're in like a museum and so they're like kind of establishing establish, establishing that you know they're <clears throat> treasure hunters even like as kids type thing Right, they're trying to steal, like, uh, Magellan's map. Right, Magellan's map, because uh, I guess, like, which is the whole plot of this movie, there's gold at the end, like, he was supposed to get gold and bring it back, and he never did. Uh, so, yeah, he died of, like, syphilis or something halfway through or something like that, didn't he? Uh, I can look that up if you want. <laughs> yeah, I want to say Magellan didn't actually finish the tri trip, it was his first mate or something like that. I don't know. Memories foggy. I like. I'd never bought into Magellan's like trip around the world. Like, yeah, you know. I, I, personally, I don't even think he was the first one to actually do it. But he um, died in battle in the Philippines. He, that's what it says. But he did what? He died in battle. Oh, in battle in the Philippines. Okay, well, that's a lot cooler than syphilis. So good on you. Yeah, uh, one Magellan. Thirty <laughs> men and one ship made it back. Right. Okay. It was something like that. It was, uh, you know, he's he's credited as being the first guy, but he was, actually didn't live through it. So, well, um, he's the first one to sail around, <laughs> around like the Cape of what? Cape Horn. Cape of Horn. Or the Cape of New Hope. 
whatever it is on the bottom of Africa, because everyone thought it was like the edge of the world, so everyone was afraid of it. I think that's right. what he's credited for. He did survive that because he made it to the Philippines or whatever. But um, yeah, I don't I don't know what the whole story is. I probably learned it when I was in high school or something, but it's been so long I don't remember. Since forgotten, right? Yeah, my brain just like yeah, you don't need that knowledge anymore. Delete. But uh, but yeah, so yeah, me. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, but yeah, that's they're just trying to steal that map from his uh, voyage, uh, and then they get caught and. Um, his brother, like, they're in, like, a, I guess they live in an orphanage. They don't really explain what, what happened to the parents or anything. Uh, that's, like, I guess the second movie, but. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like Spider-Man. You don't know what happened to his parents. So I guess, uh, you know, that's two movies now that, uh, what's his name's in? Tom Holland has no idea where his parents are. But. Yeah. Uh, what? So, <clears throat> uh, then, uh. I guess the cops come and this is like his brother's third strike and then he's going to get kicked out of the orphanage, right? And then he just runs away? Or is he old enough? Yeah, he he decides to like make his own way instead of going off to juvie or whatever. Mm. And Which is really weird that the cops would just be like, alright, go and get your stuff without any kind of escort or anything. Yeah. Um, but whatever, yeah, and he gives a little brother uh, Nathan like a necklace, right? Yeah, something like that, yep. And, uh, it has some significance to the story, but I've since forgotten. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't remember either. I don't know if it's like a, it's gonna go. I don't think anything happens with that necklace in the this movie. It's just like it's his brother's, so maybe in the next movie or something has some. Kind uh, okay, of... I thought maybe it had like a decoder ring type of thing on it or something. I couldn't remember. Uh, so maybe it has something to do with like the postcards he sent and he used it. I don't know. It's yeah, because he, his brother keeps sending him postcards. Um, and there's hidden messages within them, and later in the film, he kind of figures that out to help him to find this treasure of Magellan. Yeah. Right? Which, so, yeah, again, you know, if there's a hidden treasure, like, you, you can't keep that secret. Like, there's no way you're going to keep it without killing all of your crew. Right. Uh, that's not, that is not going to be kept secret. That was the one thing about the Goonies that made sense was, like, when I really killed everyone, you know, and that right. that's how he kept that secret. Like, uh, the rest of his crew making it the rest of the trip, there is no way one of them wouldn't have been like, yeah, we've got this cave that's just, like, chock full of fucking gold. Uh, you know, they wouldn't try and go back for it. Yeah, well, it's like, and then the, the, this movie is kind of like Da Vinci Code, where it's like, yeah, go from one puzzle to the next puzzle, and at then it's kind of like, well, anybody still could have found this, like, stumbled upon it. I, I hate... Right, and and you would, you know, that's the thing. Like, this is... in a, uh, The treasure ends up being basically the exact same as the Goonies, where it's just hidden inside this big, like, cave that's underneath an island somehow, like a small outcropping, and uh, that would be explored. It would be found at some point. It just would, you know. All coasts are explored, like, at this point in, in our lives, so... Virtually everything. I mean, they say there are still areas of, like, the extreme north, like Alaska, and, you know, parts of, like, upper portions of, say, Russia or China that uh, maybe man hasn't set foot on, you know? But who knows? Like, so. when you're dealing... Yeah. And certainly nothing that would be... Like, anything that's big and noticeable, like, say, a Singleton Island, 
uh, that that's going to be explored, you know. Um, it's just gonna at some point someone's gonna be like, I wonder what's on this one, you know, or hey, it looks like there's a cave here. Let's check that out, you know. <laughs> Whatever, they're gonna find it. So, anyways, um, uh, it cuts to 15 years later or something like that, and then uh, uh, Nathan Drake is like a bartender, and he's like a pickpocket kind of guy where he like uh, steals from like wealthy people because he works at like some upscale bar it's i guess what they're showing you at at this point and then yeah sully shows up and he offers him a job because he worked with his brother but now his brother was his brother went missing or what they say he died i can't remember that part well he says that his brother uh is missing but then it's revealed that he's dead but then it's revealed that he's not it's convoluted. Yeah, this movie is definitely convoluted. If you like, try to think about, it. like you said, it's like doesn't make sense, right? Uh, but then, like, so you know, it's like the they have to go through the rigmarole. Like, no, I don't trust you. Oh, I do trust you. Oh, now we're friends, and now we're not friends. Backstab, not backstab. They go through that. Same with the girl. Yeah. Yep. They go through all this. Like, no one can trust anybody. So it's like, it's hard for you to like. Fine. Besides Nathan, it's like hard for you to kind of like trust anybody in the movie. And I don't, and that kind of, I'm not a big fan of that movie sometimes. It's like, I want to be able to like be emotionally invested, but you can't because you're like, oh, I don't trust this person. I don't trust this person. Yeah. E- even at the end, where, you know, Sully has to decide between the gold and saving uh, Nathan. And, you know, he ultimately does the right thing, obviously. But it's just like, ugh, but you're you like, know, you don't really want like... that feeling. He saves, and it's a surprise that he saves Nathan because the whole movie he doesn't, and it's like, what made him change his mind all of a sudden? The cat? <laughs> you know, it's like... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he it seemed like he hadn't spent enough time with Nathan to develop those kind of feelings. Right. I, I don't know, man. You know, again, it's just chalk it up to, like, childish writing. Yeah. You know? It's really what it is. So, like, yeah. and... Go ahead. I was going to say, they have to, so they need these crosses, because the crosses together make a key to open a crypt, and then, because it's so much time to go by, they have to, like, split up and put the keys in two different spaces, and they need to put them together then to open the final door, and then they open the door, and it's like, nothing, like, then he gets double-crossed, the girl, like, hits him in the head or something like that, and, because yeah, it, like, like it's, it's a map hidden in salt. Yeah. Which makes sense, because if it's, if it's on vellum, the salt would preserve it. Um, but at the same time, it's like, no one ever found this giant hidden room that's, like, beneath a major city. That's, yeah, it's like underneath, like, you know, yeah, it's it's like, what city is that? Uh, is it Paris? I can't remember. Barcelona. Barcelona. So, yeah, huge city, and it's just right below the surface, and they're in these, like, terracotta or clay... Uh, vases or whatever you want to say urns but they're massive the the amount of salt that is in these things has to weigh several tons Mm -hmm. right and somehow like they've stayed unbroken for you know centuries uh you know with modern day construction going on around it potential earthquakes just age and yeah they do break like as soon as like he tries to climb it or whatever Mm -hmm. but these would have broke a long time ago the salt would have uh, 
probably, I, I don't know if salt will rot or not, but it seems like over time it would. You know, moisture would get in there. It would probably actually, like, concoct some, you know, over centuries, certainly something that would have made that vellum map, like, rot itself. Right. I don't know, man. It just seems very sketchy. So, yeah, anyways, there's a map, and then uh, <laughs> there's, like, so I guess Antonio Banderas' character, he's, like, supposedly the ancestor of the person that hired uh, uh, Magellan. So they, he, you know, he he wants the gold. He's got, he wants to find the gold. He ends up, like, his dad tells him, like, his dad tells him not to worry about it, then he kills his dad because his dad won't give him the company. It's like so many double crosses. Like everyone gets double, triple, quadruple cross in this in this movie. So it's kind of like, yeah. it's and, and it's it's weird too because like they're already like ridiculous rich, the Antonio Banderas family or whatever. Yeah, and they're going after this gold to be richer, which I guess makes a kind of sense. But but why? He is willing to do anything, including kill his dad, to get more money. You know, if he had just like let things lie. He would have been ridiculously wealthy anyway, but because he kept pushing and doing bad things, his dad was going to cut him out of the will um, or give all the money away, I guess. And, yeah, that forced his hand, and he's like, killed his dad, but he still wants even more money, which, okay, whatever. It, it didn't, his motivation seemed kind of weak to me, but and then, like, I don't know. He hires, like, Sully's ex, ex-partner. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I guess they allude to that they were lovers maybe <clears throat> and so so she's kind of leading this other crew but then the other girl they meet up with is also on it's that's like so many double crosses it's like so hard to keep track of all yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to keep track of so <clears throat> anyways uh uh nathan and sully after they get the map stolen from them uh hitch a ride onto their plane where the other girl double triple crosses antonio banderas and kills him <laughs> and then yep. that's where the whole plane uh, opening sequence starts comes through where you see like the other side of it where the girl is trying to uh, get off the plane like the other girl was trying to get off the plane yeah and I thought it was pretty well done for yeah, the most good. part like the way they tied that in and you know but it was, st- it was still just completely unbelievable yeah but like I said, it was entertaining once you turn your brain off. Like you're just like, oh, I'm just gonna enjoy this action, dumb action. Yeah, it's fun. Popcorn movie, you know. All right. So, uh, yeah, they and uh, end up jumping off the plane. They get the map. They jump off the plane. They figure out the map, and then uh, Nathan Nathan from his brother's uh postcards figures out how to decode the map because they're like reading it backwards or wrong or something like that <clears throat> and there's a real way to read the map uh so he does that and then figures it out but then like he's like testing the girl see if she's really on the side and of course she steals the wrong map and then she's like out of the rest of the movie or <laughs> she uh, like gives her wrong coordinates yeah because he's like i'm gonna go to sleep and like pretend to be asleep but put the real map or the real coordinates like under the couch or something right and she thinks she's slick and steals the wrong map and then she's like going the opposite direction (laughs) yeah but they do end up going after the the gold and finding it slowly and uh nathan 
Yeah. And they, it's basically in this underwater cave. Well, it's like, uh, oh, it's, uh, it's in a, like, inc- like not a wholly enclosed cave. There's, like, an open, like, roof. Right. Like the, it's like a rock formation, basically, I guess. But then you can, like... And it's like a shallow cave, but if you dive underwater, there's a hole to go further in. Right. But above, there's, like, nothing. So, no, like, someone will have saw those ships a long time ago. You know what I mean? Like, they're oh, yeah. marooned on the on the, the beach, I guess, there. In the right, because they're open to air. Yeah. So then, so if you fly over with a helicopter, you see them. And there's two ships there, and they're chock full of gold. Um, but like when I first saw them, I was like, "Oh, here we go again!" You know, these ships would have arrived a long time ago. Okay, so you suspend your disbelief on that, and just imagine that for whatever reason, there's some reason as to why these haven't rotted away. And then uh, the bad guys show up, and they take over more or less, and they put like wraps around these already like just ancient boats and then they pick them up with helicopters mm-hmm. to like fly the the boat and all away instead of like you know getting the gold and trying to fly that away yeah that's the dumbest um, thing I've ever seen like you would not oh it's so fucking dumb you would not fly and, the whole ship you would like get the gold out of the ship and just transport that in your oh easily yeah I mean the the ship itself if, if a ship was still there it would be worth something too obviously right I mean it'd be a priceless artifact but to think that you would try and pick up this boat just with um, fucking straps on a helicopter and be filled with tons of gold on top of it, there's no the bottom would fall out on that thing so fast. It would break in half, fall to pieces. There's no way this would work. Um, just absolutely no way. But not only does it work, they, they get them airborne, and then there's like an, an airborne battle where the boats are like, hitting against the damn sides of, like, rock formations, each other. Yeah. It's it really is so fantastic. fucking ridiculous. It's very fantastical, and like you said, a car- like I said before, a cartoon. So. Yeah, there's no way it would work. Like, they're ramming these ships into each other, you know, and so on and so forth. And basically, like, an extended battle ensues where, like, Sully, because of his background, is able to fly a helicopter. He climbs up to one of the helicopters. They knock a guy out. He's controlling one of the ships now. Um, but in in the battle between them, they end up losing. Both the ships fall under the water and sink and right at the same time that the authorities show up. Um, Sully has to make a decision of saving his bag of gold that he has or Nathan, and he chooses Nathan. And then he learns that Nathan had squirreled away a bunch of gold anyway, so... He had some in his pocket. Right. So, yay! And then ending scene, you know, just to hurry this up a little bit, uh, any scene you see that Nathan's brother, who was presumed to be dead, or was, you know, thought was to be dead, is in some prison somewhere. Yeah. Part two. Right, so they can make a second film. Yep. Pretty much the end. I mean, I don't... Yeah, this, uh... Right? Yeah, that's basically the end. Uh, the The budget on this movie was 120 million. Uh, and they made 401 million in the box office, so be ready for a sequel in a couple of years. Oh yeah, it's happening. So it did better than the uh, Assassin's Creed movie, <laughs> which we haven't gotten yeah. to that one yet. So I mean, it was largely driven by the A list actors that um, you know popped it up like. Can you imagine this film with a couple of nobodies? You know, yeah, it, it just wouldn't, even if it was better, you know, it wouldn't work. Right. It was uh, entirely on the back of John, or 
John, uh, Tom Holland and uh, Marky Mark. Um, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, uh, Marky Mark. The, who is one of the worst pe- people imaginable. Like, look up his past. He, at one point, like, sliced an old lady in the face with a razor blade to steal her purse. Uh, not a good man. Um, but, you know, whatever. I guess I was in his past, and we're supposed to just forget that he used to be a gangbanger and a, and a piece of shit. But, you know, whatever. Everyone gets a second um, chance. What's that? So everyone gets a second chance. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the kind of man that would do that uh, doesn't. Like, you're, uh, I'm done. If, if you're slicing old ladies in the face with a razor to steal their purse, I, you don't deserve a second chance, you know. But whatever. He got it and ran away with it because his brother was a new kid on the block. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, whatever. And he's a pretty good actor, but, you know, uh, he should never got that chance, in my opinion. But whatever. So, yeah, a known piece of shit, uh, Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland uh, carried the film. And, yeah, that's it. I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. Is it worth watching? Sure. If you just want one of these action-packed uh, films or if you're a fan of Uncharted, like, it's fine. It's better than a lot of the other video game movies that uh, we've talked about. So, you know, and that seems to be the progression with video game movies is that mm-hmm. the newer ones are better than the older ones. Like, they're... They're learning to uh, spend a little more money, a little more time on the script, and stuff like that. So not, not I like the progression. Well, I think that what they're also learning is like they can't go off the video, they can't use a video game script or like the story from video game because they're so like when you actually, you know, that, that's why you like that plotty time show because that once you like actually talk about what the plot is, it's like so fantastically yeah. like, you know, it doesn't make any sense when you start right. thinking about it. So. You have to like adjust it to be more realistic, or uh, uh, either go one way or the other. Like you said, like go full cartoon mode, like this one kind of did. Uh, didn't take itself too seriously, or you have to like kind of basically go as, as serious as you can go and make it more like The Witcher, you know, like where it's in a world. Even though right. it's more ma- magical too, I guess, but it's more real. Right, you have to go one way or the other, definitely. Um, yeah. Or or just goes completely off the rails like Double Dragon and Super Mario Brothers, and it'll be hated at the time but beloved later. Um, sure. Yeah. So I guess that's about it. I don't really have anything in mind as per um, next show. I did see just a moment ago on Prime that there's some movie called One Up. Um, I don't know anything about it other than its name. Is it about video games or is it? I think it is. I think it's about like a video game team, um, but I don't know. I don't know if it's a show or what. But it went, came across in my feed, and I was like, "Oh well, since I have nothing else, maybe I'll suggest this for our next uh, film." You know, and it's free on Prime, so might as well, right? Two out of ten stars. Nice. Two out of ten. <laughs> a comedy. Nice. It's a comedy film. Uh, but Amazon, what's it about? It doesn't even say what's a. Uh, the Wikipedia is not even updated to say what it's about. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm guessing it's uh, video game related in some regard because it has a picture of a mushroom with the word one up on it. And uh, yeah, it keeps coming up in my feed, so I'm probably going to watch it anyway. Uh, <laughs> All right, and now I'm excited because it's two out of ten, so it's going to be real bad. 
yeah. yeah, this is a video game movie. If you want to contact me on that, uh, you know, you can find me on Is It Worth the Page on Facebook. Um, you can find Cujo over at The RPG Show. You know, search The RPG Show podcast of your, uh, you know, in your Google search bar or whatever, and it'll come up and there'll be links there and an affiliate link if you are going to be ordering stuff off of Amazon is a big help there for them. So do all those things. Uh, join the Discord. Uh, there is a link there for that as well. And uh, all the different shows that we do, is it where the podcast, uh, the RPG show, um, this, you know, all the different stuff we've done in the past are all available to you there in some form or another. I got nothing else, man. You got anything else? Nope. Uh, hopefully next one will be a good one. <laughs> it, it will not apparently it's two out of ten damn stars but sometimes right, bad man, so sometimes. coming up is one up and this has been Uncharted we'll see you guys next time <laughs> see ya